Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. A simple change in the law regarding small business subcontracting has bloomed into a six-year saga, a festival of start-and-stop rulemaking. The government just can't seem to get out of its own way, and contractors are scratching their heads. Joining me to sort it all out, the Professional Services Council's Executive Vice President and Counsel, Alan Chavotkin. And Alan, there's a sequence of events here, and this started with a law passed how long ago? The law was passed in 2013. Uh, Congress changed the law on how agencies are required to calculate uh, the limitation on how much uh, subcontracting a small business who is awarded a uh, set-aside contract could do. And so it changed it from the amount of labor that they spent on the subcontract to the total value of the contract. That's correct. Okay, and so why is that not all settled now six years later? Well, uh, that's a question that we're asking ourselves, Tom, and we're asking the agencies. Uh, It took the Small Business Administration about three years, from 2013 to 2016, uh, before they went through their rulemaking process and issued a final rule. And under the acquisition regulations, generally, the FAR agencies, whether they be the Defense Department or the FAR Council civilian agencies, generally defer to agencies that have the substantive expertise in that area. They typically defer to SBA to write their rules or to the Department of Labor where there are labor policy issues involved, and then they'll write the FAR rules thereafter. Well, 2016 for the SBA final rule, and still as of today, no final FAR rule. To its credit, the FAR Council did issue a proposed rule in December of 2018 to implement the 2016 SBA final rule. But that's not the end of the story. Just a quick question here, though. What's so difficult if the SBA wrote a rule and it was commented on and finalized, why doesn't the FAR Council simply just ingest it the way it was written? Well, there are any number of known and unknown explanations for that. Part of this is tied up in the Trump administration's uh, re-regulation perspective. That is, they asked agencies, even including the FAR Council, to reduce the number of regulations, to develop an economic analysis. And so you recall in 20, when the president first came in, there was a regulatory freeze on all rules. That lasted a while. Then it took a while for them to develop their uh, scorecard about uh, information collection and regulatory reduction and took a while to get the common framework for this economic analysis. Uh, All of these little issues, maybe not so little in the regulatory scheme, but they all contributed to a further delay. Uh, The activity within the FAR Council to write the rule uh, probably moved along fairly expeditiously, and it was all these related activities uh, that delayed their ability to publish even a proposed rule until December of 2018. And now there's a new twist that could push things further down the line. Tell us about that one. Well, and the same day that the FAR Council published their proposed rule to implement the 2016 SBA rule, SBA recognized that there were some mistakes that were made and probably some enhancements that probably needed to be made. So SBA published a proposed rule to change their their own 2016 rule. So now we have a FAR rule to implement a rule from 2016 
that the substantive agency of expertise, SBA, acknowledges it has to change. My commentary has been, if you waited three years, why not take another couple of days or weeks to align with the the changes pending from the the Small Business Administration? We're speaking with Alan Javotkin. He's executive vice president and counsel at the Professional Services Council. So now there's a mismatch between what the FAR Council is proposing and what the SBA has amended in its original rule. Is that a good way to describe it? And what does all this mean for contractors? Well, it, it first of all, it's confusing. Uh, some may, because there's no acquisition regulation, uh, some solicitations are still based on the old rule, the 50% of labor. So they've never implemented the 2013 statute as of yet, six years later. Uh, some agencies are trying to catch up, and of course there are any number of other uh, issues involved here, but the long and short of it is that companies don't know if or when the statutory changes will take effect and how to go about business. Agencies who are soliciting um, using the federal acquisition regulation standards aren't sure which ones to use. And then on top of that, both the Department of Defense and the Civilian Agency Councils uh, this year have issued what's called a class deviation to put into effect immediately the FAR changes from December 2018 in the FAR proposed rule without even waiting for the public comment and without incorporating any change. I apologize. We certainly need a wiring diagram to show the the timeline in this. Uh, but it adds to the confusion and the uh, mismatch between what the substantive agency, the Small Business Administration, thinks ought to be done and how the procurement rules are now being implemented. And this may sound arcane to the general public, but the fact is that small business contracting and the subsequent issue of, in turn, subcontracting by small business contractors is an issue that concerns every contracting officer, every agency, and many, many, many billions of dollars worth of acquisitions every year, correct? Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. All right. Does the FAR Council, any signals, any smoke signals you're getting that this will be maybe rethought? I haven't had any uh, any response to the letter that the Professional Services Council wrote to both SBA and to the FAR Council and to the Office of Federal Procurement Policy, asking them to adjust it. The new wrinkle was the implementation of these FAR class deviations uh, for the civilian agencies. So we're we're hoping that they'll go slow on that implementation. As I said, waited six years. Hopefully, we can get this aligned properly, rapidly, uh, and give the benefits from the statute and the certainty and predictability that small businesses need. Uh, rather than add to the confusion. Well, maybe we'll call it the Far Out Baby Council. Alan Chavotkin is Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. Thanks so much for joining me. Always a pleasure, Tom. We'll have a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. 56 past the hour. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin. For the latest updates, stay with federalnewsnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Up next, the top national headlines from ABC News and the Federal Newscast. I'm Tom Temin.
When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.